All right, good evening, everyone. It is Monday, March 6, 2023. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and this is Big Marcel. It's the Emily OB Daily Podcast. Welcome to the show. Uh, Marcel, a lot to talk about today. We're going to be recapping UFC 285, so a lot coming out of this event, man. I mean, obviously, one of the biggest events of the year. A lot to talk about, tons of, uh, well, not a lot of upsets, but there was one major upset, obviously, and then, obviously, a lot of finishes and really good performances. Marcel, how's it going, man, before we get into it? How, how's your how's everything with you? Your weekend was okay? Yeah, everything is good, man. My beard annoys me here. But, uh, yeah, everything is good. How about you? I mean, it was a fun Yeah, it was a good card, right? Like, I think, yeah. overall. So, that was kind of the highlight of the weekend for me anyways. I'd say we just get into it, Marcel. Um, yeah, sure. I'm going to set it up here. All right, so, start with the main event, Marcel. Uh, I can't remember. You picked Jones? You, you did, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. Like, I picked Gone. Honestly, I don't regret the pick, but I thought he'd fight a little better than what he performed like. But, I mean, really... It, comes down to like John Jones is just the goat. I mean, we were like, I already knew that just with the layoff Marcel and the moving weight class, I just wasn't confident, you know, for the first time ever. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I, w- I really wish I had picked him because like, he he made this fight look easy. Like, took Gone down easily, submitted him really easily, Gone tapped out really quick. Again, really disappointing Gone's performance personally, Marcel. Like, I just feel like, you know, he just gave up kind of quickly. Like, he, did, he didn't really fight it too much. He just tapped out. I understand it was really tight, so I get it. But I don't know. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it comes out of John Jones as being one of the best fighters of all time. The submissions have always been one of his best attributes, obviously. Like, that's kind of – the guillotine choke was something he hasn't – the last guillotine choke he had was against Pachitin. But I was actually there for that 12 years ago, right? So it's been a while. But he has, he has four UFC wins by guillotine. So it is kind of one of his signature moves, and he pulled it off in this fight. I mean, I, I thought he was he looked great, Marcel, obviously. Um, but, like, again, I wasn't sure, you know. Even at the weigh-in, I wasn't sure, like, how is this weight going to play out in the fight? He, he looked good, though, man. And now it looks like he's going to fight Stipe Miocic next, which, which will be interesting. But just give me your thoughts on, on the matchup with Khan first. Yeah, I mean, man, many people were, like, uh, laughing about people who picked Khan after the fight. But I was like, it's not like it was, like, a clear cut. It wasn't like he wasn't like a minus eight hundred favorite or whatever, Jones. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and Gan, Gan showed before that he is very legit. You know, so, um, yeah. I mean, uh, very one-sided beatdown, pretty much. You know, uh, Jones got the hit in the nuts in the first ten seconds of the fight, and after that, he went after him. He pretty much. Uh, yeah, he took him out, man, with a, with a choke. I mean, Gan tapped very quickly. I think it was in. It was locked in, probably. And uh, Gan didn't know where to go. So um, I think it was a it was a really big statement by John Jones, got to say, you know. Um, coming back after three years, weight class up, fighting Gan. Everybody is now like, yeah, is Gan that good? Listen, guys, Gan was pretty much destroying everybody until he fought Nganu. And he won the first two rounds against Nganu. And with destroying, I mean, he was obviously beating them because people will say he didn't destroy Volkov or Rosa Struck. He picked them apart. Yeah, he picked them apart. But I just mean, like, he's still really good, you know? People going to now fade Gan very much. But I still think he's top three heavyweight. You know what I mean? I just think John Jones is that good. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. I mean, what, what can you say? It was amazing by Jones. He probably is now going to fight Miocic. Yeah. They're talking about that fight. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's early talks. You know, we know it's still not set. Probably going to happen, but you never know what happens. Maybe somebody gets injured and then something else happens. Mm. There's so many ways to go. You know, you got Pavlovich Blades. Yeah. That one, if Miocic doesn't happen. So there's a lot of, 
I like it a lot. You know, I th I think for the heavyweight division is important to have somebody um, who is fighting and who is uh, who is dangerous. You know, and Gano was dangerous, but he wasn't fighting because he had the contract dispute with the UFC. You know, yeah. and, uh, I, the only thing we can hope here, and I don't want to jinx anything, that Jones. You saw that thing comes back negative because that's always in the back of my mind. You know, people asking me who you think can beat Jones. Yeah, yeah you saw that probably, but I hope, I hope it's negative. You know, because yeah. dude, man, he's so good. You know, I mean, who, who expected? Listen, man, many people picked him as well, but who expected him to come back like this? With oh, just over two minutes, yeah. he tapped gone, man, and he completely dominated him. It was really good. It was it was spectacular in my opinion. Uh, I had to laugh when he said one more thing. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Well, he's the goat, right? So yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, overall, I think a, a perfect night for the UFC here, man. If it comes yeah. to Jones, because they they obviously wanted him to win because he he is like he sells and he's a great fighter. You know, the yeah. dude has been in sixteen title fights, has won fifteen, and one got overturned in a no contest, so he actually won sixteen. So it's it's crazy, you know. Yeah, I mean he's an absolute beast, obviously. We got some comments here, guys. Uh, quite a bit of comments actually. <clears throat> yeah. Patrick, how's it going, man? Glad to have you here. What's up, uh, Marcus? Gave a shout out to to uh, Marcel. He was in Vegas, and I know he put a decent sized bet on Gone. And yeah, Gone didn't really perform. What's up, Antoine? He was at the card. That's you made a, made a good. Uh, you went to a good card, man. Made a good choice with that one. What's up, one? Morab will be next big next biggest thing. We'll talk about that in the next podcast. We got what? We got 40, 55 minutes till the next one. Awesome moment. All-time greats could do that. I wonder how many people were picking Aljo due to Henry's high ace without pick Henry. Yeah, John, that's a good point, too, actually. I mean, Henry, and again, he's, you know, on paper, the superior wrestler, right? Although Sterling's great at it. So, how does it going, man? Yeah, there was odds. The other day it was out. Now it's moved up. According to one, minus 350. Yeah, it, it was like minus 300, and now it's gone up. I'm not surprised at all. I mean, I, I think it might go up even more. But mm -hmm. I think it'd be foolish to count on Miosic, right? Like, I, the guy's a legend, you know? And, and Marcel, like, he's he's... Like, yeah, he got knocked out by Stipe, but, like, if you look at Miocic's career, bro, like, who's ever beat him in grappling? Like, I can't think uh, of anyone, right? Like, no I one has. I, I love Miocic, man. When Joe said his name, he's, like, looking like, and Joe's yeah. just like, we want to see you beat up Stipe, and Stipe, yeah, okay. It's like, he, he was just enjoying enjoying his time there. He didn't really care. He was like, yeah, that's right, okay. Marcelo's takedown <laughs> defense is 68%. I mean, it's a small sample, though, I'd imagine. Like, I can't think of... Chimago took him down. It looks like what Cormier got him down. Like one, like a few guys have taken him down, but like he pops straight back up every time. You, you know what it is, Adam. We pretty yeah. much cannot look at stats when you fight John Jones. Absolutely, that's <laughs> that too. I'm just saying. I just wanted to see what it was. Like it's yeah. not 100 percent or anything. Um, but again, small sample for Steve. Like he hasn't really fought too many like wrestling heavy fighters except for DC. He knocked him out, right? But yeah. beat him twice. Um. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Like it's it's to me, Marcel. It sucks that Francis is not in the UFC because that's the fight to make. Honestly, it really is Francis and Jones. And maybe maybe next year because Dana said he doesn't come back, so maybe he's back next you know, year. You saw the clip that Francis posted <laughs> of Dana shitting on Jones like two years ago. He's like, oh, D Jones after he beat Stipe, he's like, Jones should go down to one eighty five. And now two years later, Dana's talking shit about Francis and <laughs> Jones is, is is cash cow again, right? Like whoever's good at the time for them, right, Marcel? Um, I mean, the man is an idiot. I mean, uh, I would he, call him he an idiot. He's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, oh, himself. oh, for sure. But some sometimes he he acts like an idiot. I mean, the, he literally 
did uh, he literally next next weekend the UFC card is one hour earlier because he wants to do power slap in the apex. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, no, it's, I know, I, I know, I get the, it. The, the advertisement on the website is power slap, not this card. Who gives a shit, man, about power slap? If you're an MMA fan, you know, it's yeah. like a different audience. Yeah, there are some people yeah. who like it, but there's pretty much a different audience. Well, okay, we got Jordan Chad. He says, Gone needs a new gym. Yeah, possibly. I mean, Juan <clears throat> says, Fire Fernando. He, he, he didn't look prepared at all in the grappling, guys. Like, it. it, it I know it's Jones, but again, you couldn't stop taking down and tapped out two minutes. Like, really surprising me how quick he tapped out. Took a shot, Jones got great odds. Yeah, he looked great. At 35, do you think Jones could break the heavyweight title defense? He says, like, he only wants to fight uh, guaranteed one more time. I mean, it just depends on how many more times he fights, Antoine. Like, I think he could break the record, but will he continue to fight? I don't know. Because the thing is with heavyweight, right? Like, historically, guys that are older have done well in this division. Like, right, Marcel? Like, Steve, yeah. Randy Couture, like, there's a few other guys. There were older guys that did well. Even Brock was like, I think in his like what late thirties probably when he was doing. Bro, Randy so, Randy Couture was in his forties, yeah, I think. Forties, right? yeah, I know. So so like, there's a lot of older guys that do well in the division. So Matt McGonagall will what, beat Jones. I mean, if they fight, like I think it's really interesting. I think he could beat him too, but we'll see. Marcus says if I saw Jones wrestling against Gone when he fought Smith, Race, and Santos, I would jump on. Dude, I know, I know what you're saying. Like he didn't want to wrestle in those fights and. I don't know. He, he got back to his bread and butter in his fight. It looked good. He, he was smart. He fought smart, got, got the job done quick. Dan, don't make nights of the fight, but we made Hill share before scorecards got red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't like, uh, what's his name, Marcel? Uh, Ankalaya. Yeah, they don't like him. Um, Nagano will come back to the time for UFC Africa. They'll headline Jones and Nagano Bumble and Jungle. I mean, they're, Dana White said they're going to Africa. Like, that's the next big place, Marcel, <laughs> they're, they're going to go to. And that's going to be a fucking sick card, guys. Like, they're going to hopefully have, I mean, Jones, I know he's not from. <laughs> He's not he's American, obviously, but you know, his ancestors are good. Like, I think it makes sense to put him on the card, but obviously, Usman Adesanya, if they could bring the Gonald, I mean, that the cards are gonna be stacked either way, Marcel. They are, they're going for sure to South Africa, man. If they're going, yeah, and, and then they have easiest way, Greekus and uh, what's his name, Simon Cayman. So, JP Base, I don't yeah, know, yeah. Well, I don't, is he in the UFC anymore? I think he is. I saw oh, a graphic oh. with all three on it, so oh, really? Okay, yeah. all right, well. They could resign that Gareth McClellan guy. Remember he? he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Ron Potts. Ron Potts. Oh man, the worst heavyweight of all time. That guy was a <laughs> terrible fighter. Um. Anyways, yeah. I, Africa is going to be big. Whenever they do that, it's, I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, Dan is talking about it now. I, I don't think it's going to happen this year, Marcel. But maybe next year. And like, like you know, if they can get Francis back, man, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. And a couple other comments. Who would you like to see gone fight next? Good question. I guess like the loser of uh, Blades and, and Pavlovich, would that make sense, Marcel? For Gon? Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, you 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 can go many ways with Gon. Tom Aspinall? Like, they could do Aspinall too, right? If Aspinall is back, you can do that fight. I, I, I would have think that would have been a f- fun fight for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, or maybe the winner of uh, Rosenstreich against Almeida. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And then ah, probably if Almeida wins, you know, because Rosenstreich already fought Gon. I wonder what they think of Gone right now, the UFC, because obviously they were high and they gave him the title shot, but like this was a bad showing, right? Like, are, is the, are the matchmakers down on him now? I, I, I think, think the next guy they're trying to push is Pavlovich, right? Like, that seems like the next guy they're trying to push him. But we will see in the next matchup, you know? You can see yeah. if they would still want to push him or if they are thinking like he's not the. Use a, and use like there. a prospect against him, maybe? Yeah. Like, a, like an Aspinal? Yeah. Even a. Spivak? I mean, he's he's been on a roll, too. There's a lot of options, Marcus, but yeah, I mean, if you ask me, like. Aspinall, if he if he's healthy soon, I know he's been posting pictures. Maybe that's the fight to make. That would be interesting, and they could do that in England or France too, right? Like it'd be a big fight. So, 
<clears throat> Aspel, Tabura, and Gomber, Speedock. I guess you could do that. Yeah, they could do Tabura and Speedock too, couldn't they? they? Couldn't they do that one? Yeah. yeah. Not something I want to see, but... Yeah. Oh, just because manager picked the right opponent. Yeah, I I still I still feel like, feel like I got some questions about him. We'll talk about him in a sec. Gwen, Khan is cheap enough to be loved by UFC, true. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> he's a company man, that's for sure. All right, uh, I think we're going Sorry. to be... Sorry? Uh, such a nice guy as well, man. I talked to him last week. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a nice guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the co-main event, Marcel. Yeah. I mean, I definitely didn't see this coming. Alexa Grasso <clears throat> snakes Valentina Shevchenko in the fourth round. Now, looking back, we saw flaws in her grappling right against Santos. Right, Marcel? I just didn't think that Grasso was the type of grappler that could take advantage of that. Obviously, we saw her submit right. Joanne Wood, like I think it was last year or two years ago. You didn't was... see that coming, you fucking no, casual. You fucking yeah, casual. Right? <laughs> Nobody saw it pretty much, man. <laughs> you know, two years ago, like I think she submitted Wood, right? And that was it showed that she was making improvements in the ground game, obviously. But like I felt like when you watched the Santos Shevchenko fight, like a dominant wrestler type could be Shevchenko. Like I did think Blanche would give her problems. I did. Right now, I think we know Blanche will give her problems because. Valentina is a good grappler, but she does make some mistakes. In this fight, you know, Marcel, it was an interesting fight. Like, I thought, you know, it was two to one heading into the fourth. That's all. Yeah. I think everyone had it that. That's the right scorecard. I think everyone yeah. had that scorecard. So some people give Valentina the first round. I don't think so. I think Grasso won the first round, right? But the second and third rounds were, were Valentina. Fourth round, I think, you know, it was close, it, really, up to that point. But does that spinning back kick Marcel and, and – Makes a mistake and pays for it with her title. The, I mean, it's the Whiteman Rockhold kind of thing. Dude, it was I it honestly was like the exact same thing as that fight. It really was. Um and loses her belt. So that was uh a very questionable move that she's obviously regretting. I saw her posted on Instagram. She's like, you know, one mistake can cost me the fight and she wants a rematch. I, I think she'll get it. I mean, I think she deserves it, Marcel, obviously. Like she's undefeated in the weight class before this fight. Was winning the fight up until the stoppage, so I, I think if anyone gets a rematch, it's her. You know, it's like Usman getting the rematch with Edwards despite getting finished. It makes sense. Um, but I'll say this. Like, I don't know who I'm picking the rematch, Marcel, because although I did think Valentina was ahead, Grasso is still really good. And, you know, she's obviously shown crazy improvements. And she's a good fighter, man, especially in this weight class. So I overlooked her, Marcel, obviously heading into this fight. I really didn't think her grappling would be the factor, the, the biggest factor. I thought, if anything, you know, maybe she could win with the boxing. Maybe she could outpoint her, like if she's just that much of a better striker. But I didn't never thought Marcel that she'd take her back and choke her like this. I really did. So your thoughts on the fight, man? Because to me, it was one of the surprises of the year. Obviously, it was the and it was the only upset in the whole card. All the other fights ended with the favorites winning, except for this fight. So you know, if you asked anyone before this card who is the you know which dog has the biggest chance of an upset, I don't think many people would say Grasso. But if you did, you obviously made some good money on her because she was like plus six hundred or something. So. Anyways, Marcel, your thoughts? You saw that crazy motherfucker uh, that uh, put in one dollar, and he—I saw had... he won like three fifty, three hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, he had these he... crazy things. He had like Jones by submission, like uh, Grasso by submission, submission. <laughs> uh, third round submission. Like, I mean, the guy says he only puts a few of those bets. I doubt it. I think he probably does a ton of those bets, yeah. but you only need to cash one. So I mean, good for that dude, man, because he's, he's rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome stuff. Um, yeah, the fight. I mean. Um, I also never thought that Grasso was going to win. Listen, Grasso is solid, you know, but I mean, I was like, Valentina is like a step ahead everywhere, you know? So I I didn't never thought. First round, I think Grasso already showed what she can do, you know? And um, 
Yeah, I feel like Shevchenko probably gets an immediate rematch, and I think it's grounded as well. I think Grasso said afterwards as well that, like, yeah, if she gets, if she wants a rematch, she can get it immediately, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing with the challengers when you fight uh, a long-sitting dominant champion, you know? When you beat the champion, you got to give the rematch immediately as well. It's pretty much like that. Unless you're Conor McGregor and you have to fight Aldo for the second time. But uh, overall, you know, you got the immediate rematch for the, for the champion. Um, I'm fully for it. If I was Grasso, I would like, uh, I, I would say like, fuck it, do it in Mexico. You know, we have three Mexican champions. We do Volk against Rodriguez in, in Mexico. We do, we do her versus Shevchenko in Mexico. And we do Moreno against Pantoja in Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can do that in September or somewhere. It would be perfect, I think. Um, that's the right time right now. And listen, man, even if, Imagine Aldana defeating <laughs> defeating uh, Nunez if they get matched up somehow, you know? You can do a fourth title fight in Mexico with four Mexican champions. That would be crazy, right? Uh -huh. But, um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we'll see what happens next. I think now is a good time probably to make a Blanchfield fighting either either, either Fioro or Tyler Santos. She said she wanted to keep busy. If, uh, if they do the immediate rematch, she wants to have another fight in between. So, yeah, why not? You know, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's see, we got some comments on this. Actually, got a few. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I think Turkey Pavlovich be a threat to Jones. Oh, it's someone last fight. Um, yeah, he's got an aqua power, right? He's a huge dude. I bet Val and now where she's taking the Tyler rematch instead. Possibly, I know, George, I think you bet on uh, Crossway. You said some bets, though, so good job. They did Santos so dirty. Remember, Dan said she didn't want to come to UFC. What actually happened? So what I've heard is that uh, Tyla had her uh, visa, but her team didn't get a visa, you right. know? Yeah. So then they were like, okay. Uh, then Dana said, no, nah, she she doesn't want to come to the USA. No, she doesn't want to fight without her team. It's that, yeah, yeah, that that's, weird. Yeah. That, that's that's normal, that's, I think. That's what Dana, Dana always spins stuff that way. Yeah. Once you wanted Aaron to dethrone Bow. Well, Lex had the chance first. Lex has been in the UFC way longer. <laughs> she deserved the shot, you know? I think Blanche will be nice natural grass and Shamer beat his mate because you could tie Jones for youngest champ. True. That's a good point. Aaron Santos since Valentino will get grass on the match. I, I I would like that fight still. I think Me it's too. still a good fight. Rematch in Mexico City. Yeah, they, they probably could do that. Sayos and Chuk and Aaron versus Furio. I don't even know where Furo sits at this point, you know, honestly, Marcel, because I feel like there's other fighters ahead of her. And she didn't really want the title shot. So I, I feel like she kind of blew her shot, man. Me too, dude. Reason. If she was because... calling for that shot, she would have got it, man. Yeah, because she defeated number one contender at that moment, Chukagian, yeah. you know. Uh, it was a close fight, but she defeated her. That's the thing. Chukagian's like ranked like six or seven now. Like, she's way, yeah. like, she's not even number one at all anymore, Marcel. Yeah. Not even close. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Three title fights. It's been a while. Shavkat versus Colby, Bilal versus Colby. Uh, I mean, both fights make sense. Let's talk about Shavkat now. So, Shavkat versus Bilal. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this fight. Uh, I mean, we, I think we both picked submission. Like, this seemed like yeah. the most likely way you'd win the fight. Now, it was a pretty competitive fight. It was a good fight. It won fight of the night, Marcel. Now, I want to say this. Guys, I don't think it was even close. The best fight in this car was Doik <laughs> Radzibov versus Esteban Vivovich. That was the best fight in the car, Marcel. Dana White didn't watch the fight. He didn't watch the fight. He said, I didn't watch any prelims besides Drikas and, and Brunswick. Someone's like, did you watch Garbrandt? No, I didn't watch it. Did you watch Barrio? No, I didn't watch Like, he didn't watch Ian Gary. He didn't see these fights, guys. Dana, and Dana's the one picking the bonuses, but he didn't watch the prelims. And all the bonuses came from the main card. That's Dana's not fair. Casual. That's not fair, Marcel, quite <laughs> frankly. Because that fight with Radzibov and Revix, that fight was fucking sick. And people yeah. on Twitter were going crazy during that fight. 
Like the Rakhmanov real fight was a good fight. I'm not saying it was a bad fight. It was a good fight. But to me, the other fight was the best fight of the night. And also, like, listen, I know Jeff Neal, he didn't want to miss weight. He's a he's a good dude. He's only missed weight this one time. I get it. But I still feel like it's setting bad precedent that he gets a bonus for missing weight. Like no one else has gotten a bonus. Right? Good fights there's been where guys miss weight and you get a bonus. Uh Julian Arosa fought Steven Peterson last year. That fight was great. Peterson missed weight, didn't get his bonus. Arosa got a hundred thousand. Abdul Bazak al when he fought Munar Vizez. He missed weight, didn't get his bonus. The other opponent got 100,000. If anything, they could have said it was Friday night, but Shavka gets the full 100,000, in my opinion, Marcel. I just, I really like Jeff Neal. He's a great fighter. He put up a good fight. But when you miss weight, you're not eligible. Dana White shouldn't have broke that rule, Marcel. You know, I don't like that, honestly. He got really excited. I get it. It's his money. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it, guys. I get it. But I just, I'm fired up, Marcel, because I feel like they picked the wrong fight for Friday night. I really do think it was the other fight. I think it was the first fight. What do you think, man? You think I'm right? You would, or have, what? You would have preferred to have Shafkat give him, him a performance bonus and to give the fight of the night to the other. That would have you 100%. Those guys need that money badly, too. Like they're making 20 and 20, right? I would assume. I don't know, Marcel. What, what did you think was the fight of the night? Like, yeah, I can't agree with you, man. Not going to lie. I mean, I had no problem with this one being fight of the night, but I agree. Listen, man, I'm also kind of like the guy who's like, I prefer the lower lower ranked fights on the card to get the, to get the me, bonuses me more than the than the established kind of guys, you know? But, hey, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, it was, anyways, uh, like, like, let's talk about the fight. Yeah, go ahead. And like you said, man, Dana can pretty much do whatever he wants. Yeah. And I'm, uh, yeah, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, good fight. First round, I feel I feel like Shafkat was up to 2-0, you know? But he got tagged in the thir third round, you know? And he, mm -hmm. he tried to take down Jeff Neal. It didn't happen, you know? I mm -hmm. think it was Jeff was 4-4 four and four in defending takedowns. And then pretty much out of nowhere, he chokes him out standing, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a schoolyard headlock kind of thing, was like a real naked choke-ish kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, what can you say, man? 17 uh, fights, 17 wins, 17 finishes. I mean, uh, Laura Senko is probably very happy. Um, <laughs> she actually interviewed him. She had the hat yeah, on. Yeah, and, um, yeah, good, good win. What can it's you say? The, th the, th the thing is here, like, this is pretty much the first time we saw a little bit of adversity for Rachmanov in the fight, oh. you know, and I think there's no shame against Jeff Neal. Um, but this is the first time we saw some adversity for him. So I want to see what's next for him, you know. Um, but yeah, good fight, man. Very fun fight. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think Jeff Neal, he came in too heavy, but he showed up, you know, he, he fought well. Um, it happens sometimes, you know, you don't know what happens backstage, you know, Jeff Hill is not like a notorious weight misser or whatever, so uh, gotta give him the benefit of the doubt here, we don't I'm, I'm like the other guy in the card that missed weight, who's kind of a notorious weight misser at this point, name Marcel. Yeah, so yeah. We'll talk about him in a minute. They get some comments here, guys. <coughs> Lynn thinks Shopcat should have got the 100,000. I kind of agree, honestly. Shopcat should get a Leon versus Nate type fight and make him more well-known. Maybe. That actually does, that's not a bad idea, but yeah, I think if they could do the Colby fight for a number of contender, that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? It's supposed to be yeah. bigger for UFC. Uh, David I like it. Main event. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Juan says Shavkat was a better fight. I mean, it's obviously your opinion, man. You're, you're allowed to have it. I, I personally sure. thought Radzibov and Rebovich was the best fight in the card. It happened early, but I mean, it was a sick fight. We'll talk about that fight after. It was very impressive with the fight. They was probably feeling scenes from Roadhouse. Oh, yeah, they were doing that the whole night. That And by the way, like, I'll probably end up watching the movie because I've seen the first one. It's, it's a classic, but 
the fight scene looks so cheesy, Marcel. Yeah. Didn't it look cheesy? It looks so fake. Ugh. Also, the stare down, man. What that it's very so tiny like, bitch left. By the way, I didn't realize it was Jay Haran, the former UFC fighter. Really? I saw it later. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> As I was like, I, I feel like I've seen this dude before. And it was Jay Haran, former UFC alterweight. And fought uh, Woodley and a bunch of other guys. GSP. Uh, yeah, GSP. Yeah, Gil, Joe Haran, he, he, man, he's in great shape, though. Like, you got to give that guy credit. He's like, you know, he puts himself in a role. He did a boxing movie before and, and where he was, you know, ripped too. So another legendary performance of Herb Dean. But was it in the Roadhouse? Was it Herb Dean or was it Chris Tyone in Roadhouse? Wasn't it Chris Tyone in, in the uh, clip? Yeah, it was Chris. <laughs> I, 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 said, I said on Twitter, even on, in the movie, he cannot take control in the octagon. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Rakhmanov, Tremaya, Reyna, who would you guys have? I mean, I would still pick Tremaya, but like, Rakhmanov's amazing too. Like, they're both great. I just think Tremaya. He's honestly bigger too. Like Rakhmanov's tall, right? But he's also very thin. Chamayev is like he can't even make one seventy. Really, I don't know. Anything else you want to say there? No, I went you down, man. I mean, Chamayev won against Burns, you know, and that's still a higher rank win in my opinion than Jeff Neal. But I mean, we saw that Chamayev kind of gases, you know, late. So we we're not. I'm not sure, you know. But I I would favor Chamayev over Shafkat right now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple other comments. Oh, <laughs> want something with Jalen Hall. I think Dana said he wouldn't pass you saw the test. There's no doubt he's like he's not he's not a fighter. He's obviously juicing. Like but yeah. I was saying he he still went to the gym and got in shape. Obviously. You know what's you know what's crazy? What? When I saw Jalen Hall on the scale on the, yeah. the MMA junkie, man, I thought for a moment it was Stefan Bonner. And when I saw I it, I thought that they put his face on it because I'm like, what is yeah. this, right? Like I thought they photoshopped some fighter. But yeah, um, hold on. There's a good comment here. Do you want to get this one first? Yeah, right. I think it was yeah. saying rear naked. But some people were calling it bulldog. I have to watch it again. But it looked like a rear naked where I saw it in real time. But it was I was pretty late at night, guys, so I was kind of tired. I, I only watched <laughs> it the one time. I think I had some beers too at that point, so I don't know for sure. But it looked like a rear naked joke. I don't know. Was it a bulldog? Like what was it? I'm not sure either. I saw it twice, <laughs> but I have no idea. All right. Well, standing rear naked jokes. So I'll call it. Um. Her view was laughing bad. Yeah, yeah. David, yeah. what's up, man? He wants to talk about That's this. That's right. You guys talk about Shavkat losing his mouthpiece and Herb not noticing so much that DC was pointing to Herb picking up. I mean, that's just Herb slipping, obviously. I mean, he's been in the UFC. <clears> home. <throat> he's been in the UFC forever doing fights, or just MMA in general, I should say. But <sighs> he's obviously slipping a bit the last couple of years. I mean, this, like, you got to get the fighter's mouth guard in there. It was like, it was like a few minutes. It wasn't just, you know, sometimes they'll knock it out and let them, you know, clinch up or whatever, or even throw like, strikes in the open. But there was like, Several points where he could have like paused the action just to put the mouthpiece in. He, mouthpiece in. He, could, he couldn't. Also, like it only takes that, one more second. Can't they just wash it off with some water? Yeah, guys, like even people walk around the octagon. Yeah. There's blood everywhere. Like just saying, I like I understand everyone's tested stuff, but you only people wear their shoes in there, man. Like it's not clean in there, Marcel. Yeah. But but he couldn't give it back to Rachmanov because he didn't saw it. Yeah. I mean, everybody was pointing to it uh, to him, and he was like, "What's there?" Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. What's there? And then he goes to Rachmanov. He's like, he's like, yeah, I, I lost, lost it. Where is it? He's like, <laughs> he didn't even saw it, so he couldn't put it in that bag. In. Yeah, get some comments. <laughs> Herb can't see where he's belly anymore. Oh, that's mean. Used to hate Herb. Mark Smith's passing about his worst, worst ref. Yeah, you should watch uh, what's the show? Uh, Power Slap. He's he does some of the fights in there. Jeff Neal wanted would KTFO Burns possibly. I mean, because he's got a great takedown defense. Like Marcel, eighty-seven percent went up in this fight. It's Eighty-five to eighty-seven. Jeff Dill's got great takedown defense. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's he's extremely difficult to take down. You want to watch good takedown defense? Watch that fight. Cyril Gunn should honestly watch him do his takedown defense and learn a thing or two because he knows how to stop a takedown. By the way, glad yeah. nothing wrong with that. 
<laughs> Her beams also telling Shopcat to work because obviously Shopcat is obviously trying to finish Neil. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Matos Gamrot defeats Javen Turner, split decision. I mean, it was a competitive fight. I thought that the right guy won, though, Marcel. Like, to me, I, I, I definitely thought he won the fight. You know, I think the, for me, like, the first round was competitive, right? And the thing was, like, I didn't know if it was a knockdown or not. Now, we know according to the stats afterwards, and the judges don't get to see the stats, remember that. Like, so they have to tell him real time. I thought he slipped, but it was just like the Armin fight, Marcel, where the same angle, like, you couldn't tell for sure, and, and it wasn't a slip, it was a knockdown. So in that fight and this fight, despite uh, getting knocked down, uh, Gamrod actually ends up winning the fight, which is crazy. So Gamrod has been knocked down three straight fights, but he's won two of them. So yeah. I really like Gamrod, but Marcel, there's there's a chin issue here because even in the girl fight, he got knocked down. In his seven fights, guys, he's been knocked down in four of them. He's only landed one knockdown himself against Scott Holtzman, who's a retired fighter now. So there's a chin problem here with Gamrod, in my opinion, because four knockdowns against compared to one four is that's a bad ratio. It really is. Now, Having said that, and this is the reason I picked him to win, Marcel, the grappling. It's just, it's some of the best in the division. Like, we saw that Benil's a little better, and maybe all is even better than both those guys. We'll see in the next fight. But he's probably, like, third in, like, grapp pure grappling in the division. Like, he's such a great wrestler, and that's why I picked him here. I think in this fight, there wasn't, like, Jalen Turner did some good stuff in the fight, but not enough damage to override all of the takedowns of control, in my opinion. And the two of the judges saw it that way as well. So... I know some people thought Turner won. It was a close fight, but I think the judges got it right. I think Gamrod deserved it. What do you think, Marcel? I said it after the fight. I think the right guy won 29-28 for me. Um, I think um, I think Gamrod won the fight. And many people were uh, were in disagreement or were upset. I was like, you can have your opinion. <laughs> I have mine. I think Gamrat won. I think he did enough to get the fight. I think he fought smart, you know. I think he fought the way I, I thought he was going to fight. I, I thought he was going to get a, a, a submission, you know. But I was sure he was going to get it to the ground because Turner is, like, big, you know, for the division. It's hard. So uh, the best thing for Gamrat was to, uh, to get it to the ground and uh, fight there. And he did. So good for him, you know. And it was a short notice fight for him as well. Don't forget that. You know, he took the fight a short notice. So, yeah, and he got the job done. So, good for him. I mean, yeah, and he fought a good fighter. Like, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's a good win, in my opinion. So, happy for him. Uh, let's get some comments on this fight. Both fighters' stock rose 327. I mean, I think you could give all three rounds. Depends if you saw an octo or not. That's what I thought in real time. Looking back now, if I knew it was a knockdown, we went 29 28. But, yeah, so I think that's why. I think the judge, I think it was Ron McCarthy, John's son. I think he'd feel the same way. Jay was popular fighter judges would have gave it to him. Maybe. Why didn't Turner ever go for the neck? I don't know. I mean, he had, he had it there a few times. Would you book, would you rebook Hooker versus yeah. Turner? Yeah, sure. Why not? Because remember, even though it's short notice for, for the one guy, especially because he takes a less, less of a camp, it's short notice for both guys, too, because he doesn't get as much time to prepare for the new opponent, right? So yeah, that man, was I, I, the biggest win of, of Turner's career, I think, was going to be over Hooker, and he didn't get that chance. I think he would have beaten Hooker personally. I hope, they're, I hope they rebook him, but uh, we don't know if. Uh... I mean, if the if the guy from TMZ has time, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bo Nichols submits Jamie Pickett. I mean, no surprise here. Uh, Jamie Pickett's appealing the fight now because he says he got beat in the in the in the balls. Um, it did look like a low blow, Marcel, when I saw the replay. Now it, was. it is. Yeah, I agree. So I doubt they'll overturn it, though. That's no, my opinion. I don't, they don't. I don't think they, I don't think they will. Do you think they will? No, <laughs> there's no they chance won. they do, but it, it was a low blow. It, it yeah, honestly it was. was. And the ref, what, the ref was Keith Peterson. He's a good ref. He missed it. Um, I don't think it would have changed the outcome of the fight. Bo Nickel was going to obviously win this fight either way. 
And yeah, I mean, you know, it's obviously dominant in most of the sites with the wrestling. Little struggle a little bit to get the takedown in this fight. And even applying the, the submission was a little difficult for him. So he he's still green. I think this fight show Marcel, he still has a lot of work to do. Obviously, a lot of potential. He'll probably be a champion one day because of that grappling, but he's even said he's like, I want to go back to the gym for six more months or whatever. He's like, I don't mind fighting in like July or August. Like he doesn't want to come back anytime soon. I think they'll put him on that international fight week pay-per-view, Marcel, probably in the opening fight again. They'll give him like a slight increase in the opponent. I'm going to pull up the, the list of UFC <coughs> fighters to see who I think he's going to fight. But just give me your thoughts quickly on the fight where I look up an opponent potentially. Yeah, good for, good win for, for Bo Nickel, but an expected win, you know. And in my opinion, every I said in another podcast, all fights that are with fighters who are going in as a, above a minus 500 favorite shouldn't be made, you know, unless it's a title fight, you know, then then it's different, you know. But I think it's some bullshit, you know. And if I look at a Bo, Bo Nickel, you know, honestly, I favor him against some guys in the top 15 already, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing, you know. I would love to see him fight Rickus Duplessis. How crazy You're not that doing fight. that fight next No, I know that, man, Adam, but yeah. they should. <laughs> You know, because yeah. if they listen, man, if that fight got made, I tell you, Bo Nichols the favorite in that fight. But he might be, man. He actually yeah. might be. So um, I, I maybe just a minus one, one, one seventy, minus one eighty. You know, yeah. but at least competitive. You know, now you're gonna give him like the Ian Gary way or the Sean O'Malley way, where they're gonna give him another guy who is gonna beat easily. Guys, this is the UFC. This is like the pinnacle of the yeah. of the mixed martial arts sport. There shouldn't be gimme fights, or there shouldn't be minus eighteen hundred fights for non-title fights. You know, yeah. you're fighting in the best organization in the world. You should fight. If if you're that big of a talent, which he is, he should fight competitive fights. You know, and it's not to Bo Nickel because if I, I think if they tell Bo Nickel you have to fight Kamzat tomorrow, he will do it. You know, it's the UFC who like babies these guys, who pampers these guys. You know, mm-hmm. so Bo is good. You know. Is he really that next level? I want to see it in the next fight. And I don't want to see him fight um, whoever Adam's going to read up now, uh, which which is an, probably an easy fight for him. I don't want to see that. Well, I picked the last yeah. right, right, man. So I got to yeah. get it again, guys. Yeah, okay? exactly. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. I picked that pick and fight. Okay. All right. All right. So he's 1-0 now in the UFC. Yeah. Now, if you look at the middleweight division, actually, there's not a bunch of guys with bad records. Like, Pickett has the worst record, 2-5, <laughs> by yeah. the way. So... He'd literally be like the worst guy in the division, okay? And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. Obviously, Jamie's in the UFC. He's a good fighter, you know, compared to guys in the regional scene, but he's not great. I got some options for you, Go all ahead. right? Dustin Stoltzfus, one and four. What do you think? Horrible. But don't you think it's a fight they could make? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That might be the fight, guys. I wouldn't be surprised. They even put it in the opener of the main card, probably. But I mean, <sighs> I, I don't need to see that. Nobody yeah. needs to see that, you know? Uh, and for Bo Nickel, it's not even good for Bo Nickel to fight these guys. You know, got another option. Uh, he is three and four in the UFC, and he's coming off a really bad loss. I, I think um, not really bad. Sorry, it's he's not. He's coming off a decision loss. Uh, well, determined three and four in the UFC. You like that fight? Another grappler kind of guy. That's already a little bit better than Dustin Stolzfus, but okay. yeah, that's probably a fight they would would be made would make, or maybe a Bruno Blindado Silva. Yeah, I think isn't he fighting someone or no? I think Silva's fighting. Yeah, he's fighting actually somebody. Yeah, you're right. He's fighting Brett Tavares. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So another option would be uh, Ian Heinrich, three and four, 34 years old, bit of a step up, and he hasn't fought in a while. He's (laughs) lost four his last five. 
I think it's gonna be someone like that, you know, like that's my guess. But, but, but you understand what I mean, right? I, I do mean, understand what you mean. Yeah. I mean, it's not real, what is it really doing for him? But I also feel the same way about some of the like like O'Malley's fights over the years too, or even Gary now. I mean, we'll talk about yeah. him in a few minutes, but that's the kind of opponent I think they'll give him, guys. Like <clears> someone that's <throat> you know near the bottom of the roster. Um, because this like, is my, yeah. This, by the way, not a hit on Bo Nickel because no, I think I, he's really I, I good. You know, I, I'm just. I, I think it is when you're in the UFC. You you shouldn't. You should do I, that in LFA. He only has three fights though. That's the thing, right? or four actually now, right? So that's it. I mean, it's not a lot of experience. But yeah. I also feel like we know who's going to win those fights too. Right? Yeah, that's that's it. You know, you don't want that before. Let me a ask fight. you a question: Would they do Andre Muniz against Bo Nickel? Would they do that fight? I, I like that fight. You know, yeah. definitely. I saw you saw Andre Muniz against Brandon. I, I think Allen. he might win that fight. Honestly, yeah. You know, I know it's crazy because we were both picking Muniz a couple weeks ago, and now it's like we're down on him all of a sudden. But anyways, those are the kind of fights. Another guy even would be on this card, uh, Julian Marquez. You know, he's got a 3-3 three three record. Yes, he got destroyed. He could, he could send him packing from the UFC, UFC potentially. So <laughs> quick name to me, okay. Bro, I really feel like that's the kind of fights they're going to give him. Like, you know, some of the guys are – like, I, Jamie Pickett. Like, he doesn't get lower in rank than Jamie Pickett. Literally the worst ranked guy uh, in the division. And, and then what they say – what Dana says afterwards – one of the bigger guys in the division. Uh, I don't even know who Bo Nickel is. He's like, I haven't even heard of this guy before. I'm like, dude, do your homework. Like, you're about to fight the, the best prospect. Yeah. Uh, it was defending takedown tree, good into a low blow. A lot of people in the crowd noticed the low blow immediately after it happened. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think they're going to overturn it, but definitely got beat in the, in the play. Maybe he's going to lose the factor with low blow. I agree. I agree. UC is going to knock the hype train, give him the string of cans. I agree. Bo would be minus 300 over Drickus. I think he'd be favored. I mean, that seems high, but possibly. It might, it might be. Quality opponent is less important than Malcolm Cash. I agree with Glenn. I mean, he's right. He's not wrong, Marcel. Who's about to get cut equals Bo's next opponent. <laughs> it's true. That's why I said Dustin Stoltz was 1-4. That's the fight, Marcel. Watch. They're going to book that fight. Watch. This would be Marcel. Bo needs the time to develop. Yeah. They're not getting Bo anyone's knockout power. Probably not. They're going to give him guys that he can take down and, and, and style on, right? So. All right, uh, let's see here, Marcel. What else we got? Uh, go to the next fight here, I guess. Um, yeah, let's go through the prelims. We got you know half the show left, but uh, Cody Garbrandt defeats Trevin Jones. Like, good for Cody. I just feel like Jones didn't even try fighting until the third round. Like, this was just terrible. He landed seven strikes in the first round, two in the second round. It looked like William Knight against Pratchett. It honestly did. Cody barely had to do anything in this fight to win. It, it's good for him to get on the uh, the win column again. But guys, that third—if you bet on Garbrandt, that third round was sketchy, right? Like. You know, finally, Jones starts throwing punches, hurts him a little bit, wins the round. Uh, Cody wins 29-28, obviously won the first two rounds. I think Trevor Jones is getting caught after this performance. I just think Marcel, like, he didn't do himself any favors with this kind of performance. And it just sucks because, man, I really like this guy. Like, when he came to the UFC on those first couple wins, it looked like something special, man, honestly. Like, but, you know, four straight losses now and just not doing much in the fights either. That's the thing. Like, you know, you could look at level competitions, fought some good guys, but just didn't do enough. And you know Dana White's watching this fight. I think he didn't watch it, but I'm just saying the matchmaker, Sean Shelley, Mick Maynard. You know Marcel, when they watch this fight, they're like, yeah, we're giving this guy a pink slip. There's no chance that Holly gets another fight in the UFC. I, I, I'm assuming you agree with me, right? First of all, they should take away Joe Rogan's smoking stuff while watching fights. Um, what? what, what? You know, smoking stuff? Yeah, his, his, his pot. You don't, you don't get me? He was talking bullshit again during this fight. I didn't, what did he say? What did he say? Yeah, like, uh, oh, Cody looks uh, looks the best we saw him in years. Oh, oh, kind of oh, 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 okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. I yeah. thought they like, showed it on the screen or something. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, I was confused. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, dude, 
Cody didn't look great, but he looked better than Trevin. But Trevin barely did anything, you know. Mm-hmm. And the third round, that the Trevin knew he was behind two two rounds, so he did a little bit more, and he, he won that third round, I think. But the thing is, like TJ Dillashaw really broke Cody's career. He really did, you know, just like he broke Burrell's career. He really did. Cody was never the same fighter anymore after that fight, you know. And I feel bad for him because. Remember the Cody who fought Dominic Cruz. Dude was a world beater back then. You know, he mm-hmm. fought amazing in that fight. One of the best fights I've seen from from a champion, from a new champion that day. So, um, yeah, I'm sad, man, to see that that happen. And Cody's not even it's not even one of my favorite fighters or whatever, you know, but I'm just sad because I think he had so much potential and that got completely ruined, you know. Um, yeah. He won, but that's pretty much all we can say about it. You know, uh, Trevin Jones didn't even got crazy or try to knock his head off like somebody tried to would try to. He didn't. Uh, so I'm happy for Cody got the win, but it was pretty much it. I, I think Alex Bayunin, uh sorry if I butcher your name, dude, but uh, I think he tweeted afterwards that Cody uh, injured his neck in the morning of the fight. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Let's see what, how he looks next time, you know, but uh, it's really like if you can't win against Trevor, he won against Trevin Jones, but if you get barely past Trevin Jones, we're not really in a great fight. I don't know, man. I think Cody's time has passed him, you know, and yeah. I'm sad for it. Yeah, I think so too, man. I mean, he won the fight, guys, but it wasn't super impressive by any means. Juan says, Cody needs to step up, Chris Patino, <laughs> re-sign him to fight Cody. What's up, Joe? How's it going? Glad to have you here, man. What's up, Michael? He says, the U.S. brothers got a way bigger pop than Connor. They sure did. They got the biggest pop of night. If that would happen, I would like to see Cruz versus Cody rematch. Uh, I mean, it'd be interesting, but honestly, like, I might even favor Dominic at this point. It's crazy, right? Like, like the first place styled on him, but I don't know. Maybe that's Maybe I'm thinking crazy for that. Cody and Figgy, they could do that fight again. Jones had an opportunity to make, make a name for himself and completely took a shit. It was horrible. It was like William Knight. It really was. I think he could have knocked. I really think he could have knocked him out myself. He just didn't throw strikes. Hesitant, yeah. He'd probably feed Cody younger than I know. Maybe Adrian Yanez. Maybe that's the way they book him. It's it possible. doesn't do anything for Yanez. Yanez is fighting Font, by the way. So. Yeah, that's true. So maybe like there's got to be someone else that's unranked in the division. <clears throat> like maybe like a Mario Batista. They really like him if he knocks up Guido this weekend. Jonathan maybe. Martinez. Someone like that. Yeah. Someone they're trying to push. Even even Saeed Marcel, maybe possibly, yeah. or Umar. I mean, who knows, really? All right. Go to the next fight here. Uh, Drikas Duplessis knocks out uh, Derek Brunson. Second round. Corner through the towel with one second left. I'm glad they did because uh, Herb Dean was the ref. I mean, the fight should have been stopped. Like the guy was getting his face pummeled in. First round was sketchy, Marcel. I know you picked Brunson. First round was sketchy. You know, someone who picked. Duplessis, I'm like, oh man, Brunson's got the game plan. They're just like, you know, the Till and Holland fights, but you know, Duplessis obviously extremely strong. And it's crazy because you watch him fight Marcel, his mouth's open, he looks like he's exhausted, but he still has the power to finish these guys. It's crazy. Every fight now. So I don't know if it's like a cardio issue or what it is, but it's weird, right? Like you think that the guy's got a cardio problem, but he keeps finishing everyone later in the fight. So I mean I still it's think impressive. He has, I still think he has a yeah. cardio problem, dude. I do too. I mean, I, I honestly, Marcel, I was talking to my friend after this, I go. I'm like, bro, I feel like he kind of got exposed a little bit in this fight. He's yeah. 5-0 in the UFC, but if you look closer at these fights, like, there was a lot of adversity he had to face in the last couple of fights, like against <clears> Till and Brunson, and, and even Tavares was pretty competitive. He's a good fighter, Marcel, but I kind of feel like this, sure. might be, this might be his, like, ceiling. I, I know it's crazy to say that because he's still a young guy. He's 29. He's knocking everyone out. I get it. But, like, I just think if you look closer, like – I don't think he's an elite guy. And, like, I feel like the next fight to make would be a Sean Strickland. I think that's a good fight. I think that would be a good fight. 
and Marcel, I mean, with 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 the uh, cardio advantage, I would kind of favor Strickland. I think. Me too. Me too. Right? Because uh, he, and he's, Strickland's got a good chin too. It's it's tough to knock out too. So like, that's my opinion about that one. I, I kind of feel like this is where Duplessis is. He's an exciting guy, but I don't think he gets past. Like I think Brunson. This is kind of a maxing him out. I don't. Know, maybe I'm wrong, guys. Maybe I'm. I'm on because I picked him in all his fights, right? But yeah. I just see a lot of flaws in this game, Marcel. I really me do. Too. Me too, man. And Brunson, man. Brunson looked good in the first round. Yeah. But in the second round, he looked like a 50-year-old. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, yeah, and and, and, and the Plessis were also again gassed, which he's always is. But he got the he got the luck, in my opinion, that he fought till last time. And now we're fighting yeah. Brunson, who was also pretty much done after the second yeah. round, you know. Um I think he listen, man. I like Duplessis a lot. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a fun fighter, but he literally loses to everybody with the cardio for three rounds, yeah. Yeah. or he has to knock them out in the first round. Either yeah. one of the two. You know, that's how I look at. And it. I'm looking at the rankings, and like really, like I mean, he beat number five, Brunson, but like yeah. I would pick, I think everyone above him. So Pereira, obviously, and, and Adesanya, Whitaker, Cannonier. I guess that would be a little interesting because Cannonier is an older guy, but I still think you know he's better, well-rounded fighter, and Vittori, you know, is well-rounded. And then Strickland's actually seven, but I think you know he also gives a fun fight. So like he is a top ten guy, Marcel. But I feel like this is this is where he maxes out personally, guys. I agree. So I'll be looking to probably pick against him in his next fight. I mean that would be kind of what I'm going to do. He's good. Don't get me wrong, but I, I see a lot of holes in this game, Marcel. I really me do. Me too. All right, Bruns uh, want to take a quick nap. Bad stoppage. Come on, <laughs> that was so late. No, who's who's knows? Brunson uh, or, or Drikas? It's a nose issue. Oh, Drikas, you're saying be interesting to get the surgery. Who's that other guy that got the surgery on his nose? Uh, there was a few. There was another guy, Marcel. Who was it recently? Brandon Allen. Was it? Was it? Did he get it? nose surgery. Let me check here. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. One fact. Someone had nose surgery and now they've come back and look better. Um, Olaf Alfonso. No, so, I mean his face. Oh, Gaethje, I think was one of them too, right? Okay. Gaethje and, and Fizia, but those two guys. I think there was someone else too. Like, <laughs> and, and now they're gonna bust each other's nose in. I know weeks. they're gonna break it. There was someone else too that I forgot. I think that had nose surgery. Uh, Sean Brady, yeah. Sean Brady, thank you. That's who it is. That's who it was. Who's Marcus that is? saved us. Marcus, Marcus, thank you, Marcus. That that's the what I was thinking about. Now <laughs> didn't help him against Blaw because he got destroyed, but I'm just saying, like, it'd be interesting to see if he does get that surgery. Drinkers used to work as cargo. I think Strickland can your cost with a group eat Drinkers. Me too. Um we keep fading Drinkers, keep winning. I mean, I picked again uh, no, it's fights. I think now is the time to fade him though. Both Gaethje and Fizzy. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, and, and Nunes, too. Amanda Nunes was another one, too. And she obviously looked great in her last fight. All right. Uh, next fight, Marcel. We had um, – oh, we were wrong about this one. Amanda yeah. Nunes defeats uh, Vivian Arujo. Now, first round, I did think Vivi won the round, Marcel. One of the judges gave it to her. Um, Mike Bell. Close our, our boy, <laughs> Mike yeah. Bell. And then the second and third round, obviously, you know, you got the takedown. Now – Good for Rebus, you know. Like I still think she was getting lit up in that first round, but went to the takedown once she got the grappling going. You know, it was kind of an easy fight for her. So good for her. But I think she's already said it. she's going to move back down to straw weight, right? So it just makes sense, doesn't it? I don't think she's a flyweight. What do you think? I agree, man. But I mean, if you can beat Arusha, you might uh, probably go go up at the flyweight division, you know. Uh, and, and she arguably arguably beat Shukagian when she was number one contender. Yeah. So <laughs> she's pretty win. much she's like pretty much Jessica Andras now, but I think Andras is a little bit higher. Did you give her um, a 10-8 in the third round or no? Yeah, for sure. 100 okay. percent Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, good win for her, man. I didn't expect it to be I thought Arusha would be a little bit more stronger, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But that wasn't the case. 
Good for her. She has more a lot of options. Can go back to 115. I th think she said she wants to fight Carlos Barza. I mean, why not? I'm with it, you know. Yeah, that'd, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, time Rujo to retire. Well, she's lost two straight fights, but to the champ and to one of the top fighter, top ten fighters. So I don't know. You just want to straddle both divisions. Chin pass good test. That's true. All right, Mark Andre Barrow, Marcelo Canadian gets back in the win column here with a great knockout win over Julian Marquez. Julian looked good in the first round, then Barrio just destroyed him in the second round. I mean, this fight should have been stopped way sooner, too. Mark Smith, really late stoppage, in my opinion. Guy was turtle against the fence. He wasn't defending himself. The fight should have been stopped like a minute earlier. But, yeah, uh, Julian gets knocked out again, Marcel. Two straight knockout losses for him. <clears throat> I know he signed a contract recently, so probably gives him another fight. And the UFC likes him, but he gets finished again. He's getting cut, I think, Marcel, unfortunately. Probably for his own good, though. I mean, he's getting destroyed in these fights, guys. The last two fights have been brutal for him. And for uh, Barrio, good for him to bounce back. Obviously, Marcel, after that last stoppage loss, get back in the win column, the Canadian. So, yeah, and, you know, he basically almost evens up his record on the UFC. Like, he, he's he's clinging on to the roster spot, but he gets these wins now and then where it's like, damn, this guy's good. But, Whoa. yeah. Anyways, quick thoughts on this one? Who lost the ref in this one again? Mark Smith. Oh, yeah, that's smart fuck. Yeah, he could have uh, stopped it much earlier. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, man, good one for Bayou. You picked him, right? A good pick, man. Um, I mean, the battle of the inconsistencies, right? Um, mm -hmm. And it showed, you know, Barrio didn't look good in the first round. The Marquez looked bad in the second round. So, uh, but good for Barrio, man. Good win. Um, <clears throat> for Marquez, yeah, what can you say? You know, I feel... He came in with a lot of hype in the UFC after that uh, crazy knockout on the Contender Series. I think it was a head kick or something. I don't know against who it was anymore. Was it against the 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 Jones? Uh, what was it against Hoss, right? Yeah, yeah, it was against Phil Hoss. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. What what what's next for him? But the good one for Barrio for sure. You picked him. Well done. Yeah, I picked him. Yeah, yeah. Um, next fight, um, Ian Gary knocks out Song Kanon. First round was sketch, Marcel gets dropped, right? So that was crazy. Uh, Song wins the first round. Second round, obviously, Gary. The third round is going to win, and then gets the finish with about 30 seconds left. So good for him to get the finish, because I think if he just won a decision, it doesn't do much for him. But getting the finish there, Marcel, shows that he does have that ability to put guys away. And he's 4 no down in the UFC with two knockouts. I think it looks a lot better than three decisions. I really do. So for him to get that finish is huge for him. I'm, I, I, don't, I still don't know like, if he'll be champion one day, but I think he's definitely got – you know, a lot of potential, and UFC is giving him a slow build. He's only 25 years old, so he's super young. Um, yeah, they call him the future for a reason, right? We've known for a while this guy's special. I just like to see him do, do his own thing and stop comparing himself to Connor. He did the Connor walk, and he met Connor there. And but it's like I think he should just try to be his own self. I think you were talking about that last week a little bit. So <sighs> he's good, Marcel. I, you know, I he passed this test, but it wasn't with flying colors that he got dropped. Any thoughts? Yeah, man, Sunkanan, fight IQ of a pubic hair. Um, he, he knocks him down pretty yeah. much, pretty much finishes him almost, you know. And then, what, what, what was he doing after that? You know, yeah, so stupid, you know. He let it, he let him, uh, pretty much recover. And Gary did the same thing in the second and third round, what he actually did in the first round until he got dropped there. And he was winning the third round, and then he went crazy and he knocked him pretty much out. So, actually, I think Sankanan woke him up, you know, because. Gary was like really like picking him apart, uh, pretty much uh, going to a cruise to a decision win, you know, and uh, until he got dropped there in the first round. Um, overall, looked much better than Sankanan. And let's be honest, man, this is not a setup fight, like I said with the Bonico yeah. one, but in a less way, but still, you know, Sankanan had 
hadn't fought since George W. Bush was the president of the United States of America. So, <laughs> I mean, it didn't make sense to me. And also, listen, no hate to Gary. You know, Gary asked for better opponents, but the UFC doesn't want to give it to him, you know? And then people now want to say, like, yeah, but he got dropped in the front. Listen, there's always a chance you get dropped, you know? But he won the fight. TKO, third round, pretty much knockout was done. Yep. It was a good win for Gary, you know, and uh, I'm looking forward to what's next for him. I hope to give him a step up in competition because I feel like Gary was like really coasting in that fight until he got dropped and it was just the first round, but he knew he was just be a better fighter than Sun Kanan. So he was like picking his shots, going to an easy decision and then he got dropped and then it woke him a little bit up, you know. I think they have to give him a better opponent to get more out of him because I think he's a big talent, but I want to see more, and that's only comes to show when he finds guys who challenge him. And this yeah. wasn't really a challenge, although he got knocked down. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Ian Gary Perry Carter's cringe. Yeah, it's just be himself. And what age we see Gary crack the top five since he's twenty-five? Like probably two years. It looks like because they're giving him a real slow build, guys. There's such a crook thing with 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 ages, you know. I mean, Armin Sarukian has been for two years already in the top of the lightweight division and top i mean top 10 top 15 you know but with some guys they're waiting till uh yeah till, till, till they are gray you pretty much you know it's like really weird how they how they do it great all right let's get to the last couple of fights here but that's fight. a lesson oh, expert ian gary nico price Tim means i like those fights yeah. those are veterans you know for good veterans who have who have shown it? I, I like the Tim Means fight, for example. I, I think, think Max Griffith would be good too because he beat actually yeah. Tim Means and he beat Song. Also Kane. good. That'd be a good fight. I think that's a good test. It's a fair test, <clears throat> right? Max is a good fighter, not great. It's not ranked. It'd be a good yeah. test. All right, Cameron Simon defeats Manny Martinez. Majority decision. Interesting fight. Now I, I like this guy. I picked him in both his fights, and you know I think he's a good prospect. Now here's the thing. Um, as far as the score goes, I do think he won the fight because I thought he won all three rounds, but obviously we had a point deduction. Um, that first one was close, and two of the judges actually gave it to Mana, and then Chris Lee gave him a 10 8 round and a third round to Cameron, and so did Adley Bird. I don't know if it was a 10 8 personally. Like, it was close, but I, I don't know if I'd give it a 10 8. Um, don't hate it, but I, I don't know personally. Um, but either way, I thought he won the first all three rounds and the point deduction won the fight. But the problem I have with this guy is the fouls, Marcel. The first fight lands an illegal knee against Stephen Coslow, right? And now he lands low blow. He lands uh, eye poke too, as well. Too low too low eye poke. Eye poke. <laughs> I don't know what to think about this guy. I mean, he's a young fighter. He's going to make mistakes. I get it. But, like, he's like, I'm not a dirty fighter. But it's like, dude, like, how many people get fouls in two straight fights and points taken? Not not many. And his first two fights in the UFC, he's got points taken. I don't know. I still won. What is it? I still won. <laughs> I still won. He's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's he good. Is. I like the kid. But I'm just saying, Marcel, like, He's not doing himself any favors by taking points taken away. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think he got lucky, to be really honest. And the thing is that I think that he should have had more than one point deducted. You know, I think, listen, man, that they, not, that they don't give one point deduction after the first kick. I'm okay with that. The second kick, he got the point deducted. He should have got one for the eye poke as well poke because that was blatantly bad, you know. Um and the thing is, like, I think it was Herb Dean, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. The thing is, I don't think he won the second, the, the third round with a 10 8, which should have been 10 9. And I have the, feel, I have the feeling the referee, the, the judges were like, we want to have a winner here. We're going to give him a 10 8 because it was a pretty big 10 9 route. We can give it a 10 8 and we don't have a draw here or something, you know? Uh, that's what I feel like. Um, he got lucky. He's very talented, but he 
kind of got more control over what he does, you know. Uh, I don't think it was on purpose, you know. Some people think it was on purpose. I don't think it was, but it's just like a little bit too wild, you know. And uh, yeah, let's see what's next for him. He's a talented guy, man. He's only he's 22, I think. Yeah. Very good prospect, you know, coming out of South Africa. I like him a lot. Uh, I picked Mata Martinez in this one. So uh, I, I, I was kind of like in doubt about him but uh, yeah he showed he was really good i think he deserved the win but uh gotta take care of those low blows and those eye pokes man <laughs> yeah john thinks he's a talented not dirty he needs to make better reads glenn says he's okay with overweight fighters getting kicking the dick or two actually that's what he said he was like he gave him two kicks or he pound he missed weight which is, i think was funny but yeah i mean mana marcel two and three now with two weight misses sorry two and two in the ufc with two weight misses you think he gets cut yeah yeah i think so too i hope can't not, make weight but i think so can't make weight all right, Jessica uh, Penny gets destroyed by Tabitha Ricci. She got submitted. First submission loss UFC for her. She needs to retire, Marshall. I mean, she wasn't competitive all this fight, uh, in my opinion. Now, good for Tabitha, but again, like, this was an obvious one for me. Any thoughts on this one? To me, it was, like, almost, like, the easiest pick in the card in many ways. Yeah, Tabitha well, deserved well, nickel was, but yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Go ahead. Tab Tabitha deserved a bonus for that one. I think. That's what I'm saying. With Dean, he didn't watch the prelims. He didn't watch them. Uh, Really good, really good fight from her, man. She was, uh, she was very, uh, how do you say that, uh, aggressive from the start, you know. Yeah. And Panna uh, pretty much had, didn't have a chance. So we all know what's going to happen next for Tabata Ricci. She is probably going to fight Angela Hill after Angela Hill loses to Mackenzie Dern. And uh, because uh, Angela Hill fights everybody who Jessica Panna loses to. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, yeah I think... Um, I think Richie deserves to step up in competition. She looked really good, and uh, she's talented for sure. You know, George takes it. Her not getting a bonus is a joke. They didn't watch the prelims. <laughs> Richie and Natalia Silver, so I'm not talking about fighting. Nah, man, you know, Natalia's face is really cute. I really like Natalia. So Richie, Richie has other assets I really like. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you hear? Did you? By the way, I, someone posted this in the Discord. Did you hear that interview she did with Ashley Evans Smith, where she was talking about going on the date with that guy? Did you hear no. that? No. Oh, you hear it. She was talking about she went. To, it's hilarious. Like she said, it's it's actually. I saw someone talking about. It. I'm like, this is this isn't real, is it? They can't tell me. They can't tell me. You guys see it? It's it's. Don't tell me. Come tell me. I can't tell you. Okay, so she said it's on Ashley Evans Smith. I think it's on like Sex and Violence or something. Yeah. Podcast. She was like talking about some date. She's like, I went out with this guy in Brazil, and like he's she's like, he was really cool. He had like a motorcycle and everything, and then we went to his house and he pulled his pants down to have sex and like. She said like, his dick was like really small or something, so she like made an excuse and left the guy's house. <laughs> oh, I was like, "There's no way this is real," but it was. I actually hear her talking about it. Like Ashley's like, "Okay, go on, tell me what happened." And she's like, "The guy's dick was small," and she's like, "Oh wow, that's not good." Like, <laughs> poor guy, whoever fucking she's talking about. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's so funny. Uh, Alpha female Richie. Yeah, I mean, I like her too. I thought that story was so fucking joyous, guys. It's on Ashley Evans' podcast. A former, year. I don't know. She's not in the UFC area. Is she actually, Evans I don't Smith? know. Actually, <laughs> maybe she's still on the roster. Yeah. Let, me, let me check. Could they even do that fight? <laughs> let me check. Yeah, she is. She actually is in the roster. No, she's a band of weight. What am I talking about? Yeah, she's a band of weight. Yeah, yeah, she's a bigger girl. <laughs> and she is on the roster still. Anyways, uh, two other fights. Fareed Basharat defeats Demon Blackshear. Uh, yeah, I mean, I. I mean, what's to talk about this one, Marcel? It was a competitive fight, but he won the rounds, or two of the rounds, the first two, and then third round, to get that triangle on Blackshear. Yeah. Almost got it, none of time. And then Marcel, to me, again, I think it was the best fight in the card. Like, Radzibov defeats Estes <coughs> Rudevich by United Decision 29-28. Really good fight. Second round was crazy. Third round was crazy. The whole fight was crazy. 
I think Rebich like had like what, the most takedowns ever in a, in a lightweight debut with eleven takedowns. Um, Radzibov. We, pardon? Radzibov. Radzibov. Sorry, yeah. what am I talking about? Radzibov. Um, Rebovics. You know, Marcel, if you worked on that takedown defense, though, I think he could be good. By the way, I didn't even realize that he was at or, uh, also at uh, Killcliffe, right? We didn't even talk about that last week. Yeah, both. Two training partners fighting each other is rare, and I think they put on a fucking hell of a fight. So these guys should have got a bonus. They should have got a bonus. The thing is, like, uh, Rebovic was like, oh, I have to fight my fight my training partner. Ratzabov was like, dude, I pretty much don't know you. We train at the same gym, but we never train together. So what you're talking about? You so, that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard, that that, that went out. So he's like, we, I, I have no problem, but don't make it like we, we are friends or whatever. You know, we're just at the same gym. So um, I think Ratzabov did really good for us at one half round. Then he got tagged by Rebovic and knocked down, you know. Right. In front of that moment, he pretty much gassed a little bit, but it was a crazy fight. He did very well the third round. Isn't it crazy that the UFC wanted to put Loic Ratzabov on the tail of the ultimate fighter, man? It's so I stupid. know. He, he obviously, just he like, I think he would have won the show, honestly. Yeah, just like, where's Tudor Valiev on the yeah. ultimate fighter? Dude, this is good. So stupid. Also, I like Brad Katona. It's really cool that yeah. he might come back to the UFC. I would be really fun if he won. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, but great fight, man. Great fight. Great fight you. to open the night. Uh, I, I honestly think not many people see have seen it because there are not many people who watch all the prelims, and this was oh. the first round of the prelims. But yeah, if you haven't seen, we were watching it, on Twitter it. when I was talking yeah. like during the fight. We're going crazy though. Like I would yeah. say that you know. So, how many people in the chat didn't I guess enjoy it as much as us? <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Andrew says Katona would have handled Loic. Maybe. I mean, he's a good wrestler, obviously, good grappler. Uh, who's stock dropped the most, Marcus? He always asks me the question. Antoine says gone. Yeah. Uh, gone, I think it's a good choice. Um, Shevchenko. <laughs> and Valentina, too, would be another one. I, like, I don't think Neil's stock really dropped. I actually think it might have went up, even though he lost. You know, um, depends on the fight. Um, Trevor Jones' stock is like down, you know, as low as it can get now. Same with Brunson, you know, same with Mark Pez. There's a few guys whose stocks really dropped. Those guys gone a lot. Pretty, gone, gone a lot too, though. Gone was just so disappointing, Marcel. It really was. Um, and then obviously there were some people and, and Penny too. Penny, I think, you know, her stock really dropped too. So did any of those veterans that got smashed. What, what, huh? Go ahead. Did she still have stock? I don't make well, she did look <laughs> okay be, against uh, let's be honest. Carolina, right? In that fight, she looked good. Ah, that, that I, I I really feel like that I don't want to take it away from her. I feel like it was a fluke win. Christ, that was two years ago. Two years, a while ago. Yeah. Anyways, I think all those guys because like there's some guys like Turner. I don't really think like his stock dropped at all. You you know, you know what it is with Penny, man. She's this is typical girl who fought like 15 years ago or 10 years ago where she was really good at the top, but still has that pretty much that same level from back then. You know, that's how I feel about her. There's no disrespect to her at all, but that's how I feel about it. For sure. (laughs) Okay. uh, Anyways, let me get some last couple comments, guys. Your value is lucky Chris Pugh is pulling tough. That's hilarious. <coughs> Sorry to beat Adam look for I had 1-1. That was a good fight, man. I also thought it was 1-1 because he dropped him, I think, right in the second round. He was clock changes this weekend. Oh, thanks a lot, Doug. Really. I appreciate that. I was wondering oh, what that was going to happen. So, uh, what's it called? Uh, daily savings time. Knox, what's up, man? Really? He's gone in Aspel. Yeah, we were talking about that but, at the beginning. I think it's a good fight. Honestly, 
they really need to suck my dick with the daily savings times, man. It's really I don't think they want to do that. Much, I, I, no, but <laughs> what, it's really annoying that like two, it's like two or three weeks before we have it, you have it there, you know, or, or the other way around. Too stupid, and I have to take care of it with my uh, with my schedule with the uh, with those UFC cards, you know, because somebody already told me like you have the wrong US time on, and it's like why? Yeah, daylight sounds like oh fuck off, you know, so annoying. But uh, yeah, I know. Sorry, man. I'm. Uh, Talking too shit, too much shit here. But. Oh, you're good. You're good. All right, guys. Uh, no worries, Knox. We're actually going to end the podcast this one. We're going to start a new one, guys, just in a second here. Yeah, right, preview, Marcel, man. The yeah, preview. we do the preview. We're just, we just said an hour here, guys. So let's end it. <coughs> Marcel, uh, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Big Marcel24 for all your fight news. And me, Adam and Adam Martin. Uh, Bookies.com are my best bets coming up tomorrow, guys. Did doing pretty good with them. We got the main event wrong last week, but I've been doing really good with, with the bets lately. The ones on like single out for the article, which is good. Got three more this week. Uh, MyMainNews.com for some news. And MMAlgebra.com for your odds. What are you going to say? You also got the co-made event wrong, you damn casual. I know, but I didn't <laughs> take it in my article. I actually, I, I just thought the odds were a little high. I mean, obviously. Right? It was like minus 900. I was like, I can't give this out as a bet. Anyways. All right, guys. We'll talk to you in a minute. I'm just going to post the uh, the new link and uh, talk to you guys in a sec. Okay, peace. Take care. I'll see, I'll see you guys in a few.